you're listening to Social Work Insider, the go-to podcast for social workers in all stages. Each episode, you're going to learn key career insights and tips to prepare you for hiring success. From building confidence to personal branding, I'm your host, Harleni Vasquez, a first-gen Latina, licensed social worker turned social work career coach, and I'm on a mission, y'all, to uplift and elevate the social work profession. I was able to build my own roadmap to success within my own social work career, and I'm here to provide you all with the concrete tools and knowledge needed to create the success you desire utilizing your social work degree. Enjoy! Welcome back, my fellow social workers, to another episode here on Social Work Insider. And today I'm going to be having a juicy conversation with a fellow social worker, Michelle, who is the founder of MSW Helper. Um, of course, she has her master's in social work and she helps aspiring social workers draft and finalize their personal statements. Michelle, how are you today? Thank you so much for being here. Hey, yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Of course, of course. And, you know, when it comes to thinking about personal statements, thinking back to when I started applying, you know, to graduate school, there's always that question about, you know, what's your story and, you know, regarding like personal statement. But before we jump into juicy strategies and tips, I would love for you to tell my fellow listeners a little bit more about you and your story and, you know, how you founded um, MSW Helper. Yeah, of course. So yeah, kind of like you said about, you know, the the, the process, um, I kind of started doing this when um, after I had applied for my Master of Social Work myself, um, I remember I was in my last year of school and it was really, really busy. Um, I was juggling things like placement, work, volunteer experiences, um, you know, class, trying to like have a normal social life on top of applying to multiple schools, right? And the applications themselves are quite intense, right? There's, you know, multiple references you have to get, um, you have to write CVs, and then of course the personal statement. And I found that there really wasn't much support for people who were applying for their Master of Social Work specifically. Um, Like I remember my university had like a, like a, place that you could go get documents reviewed, but they didn't really understand like the nuance of social work. And so that's kind of how I got started, right? I I started sort of helping people in my school and in kind of my community. And over the years, it's kind of grown and grown online. And now that's, you know, that's how I got to where I am today, helping people from all across really North America with their personal statements. That is absolutely amazing. And yes, you know, Sometimes schools will definitely have, you know, specific like writing centers or, you know, particular resources. But, you know, social work, we are a very particular field. Like you have to, you know, be able to give your heart and soul, right? Regardless of, you know, your goals and all those things or even the particular questions that they ask. So, and like even thinking about, you know, through that experience, you know, or even some of the things that you help your clients with, what would you say are like the biggest like eye openers or like, you know, the biggest challenges that you often see, you know, aspiring as social workers um, navigate when trying to even draft that personal statement? Yeah, so I would say um, some of the biggest barriers uh, social workers, aspiring social workers experience is 
um, you know, we're never really taught how to like market ourselves, right? So a lot of times applicants will have really good experience and really good grades, but they're not able to like connect that experience and show the reader why they think they would be a good fit for the program, right? So in the personal statement, it's often, you know, you want to avoid just regurgitating like your experience and the things that you can find on your CV and really talk about like the why and like what it means and like really like your story and what your goals are as a social worker. Um, so yeah, really marketing yourself and like showing the reader why you would be a good fit for school for the school is a big challenge that people face. Uh, for some people who are applying to um, to social work for the first time, so maybe they have a completely different background. Um, a lot of people don't fully understand what social work entails, and I, I see that you know as a barrier in the personal statement as well. And I you know social work is a very very um, diverse field and it encompasses a lot, right? Um, as you know, like social workers work at the micro, the meso and the macro levels of society. And, but what we usually see in media is like that micro, like social work, um, like therapy and, um, like child welfare, case management, those kind of roles. Right. Um, and so people come in kind of thinking like, you know, like with that perspective, um, if you don't have like a full understanding of what social work is, it makes it kind of hard to talk about like why you want to pursue it. Absolutely. And honestly, that ties so right into as you know, you can only imagine like kind of similar, you know, to my particular goals and something I'm always preaching about that, you know, school doesn't teach you how to market yourself. And I feel like, you know, basically what you're mentioning is also a key component because I often have my clients, you know, go back to their why. And even though at that point, you know, they may not have done quite understanding of how much power, you know, this degree can have. I think it's really about, again, tuning into like, what type of impact do you want to make? Like try to for, try to step out a little bit about the traditional you know, particular areas of practice, of course, it should also be in alignment to the particular program that you're gonna, you know, apply for. But I, I really think like even thinking about, you know, that question, or even thinking about when I was drafting my own personal statement years ago, it's really about, you know, rewriting your story, right? Like taking ownership of your narrative, like I want to be able to make an impact because X, Y, and Z. So even thinking about those experiences, are there any particular questions that you provide, you know, your clients with to kind of help them brainstorm a little bit to, to get them to their why? Yeah. So I actually love that you asked that because that is like a huge part of the things that like kind of what I focus on as well. I feel like we kind of, um, like support people in a similar way, but at a different part of their journey, right? I'm at yeah. the application stage and you're kind of helping them at like the, like the career stage, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, definitely like understanding your why is like a huge part of the personal statement um, and, and your application as a whole, right? If you don't understand why, or if you can't articulate why you want to be a social worker, that's going to, you know, make it hard for you to write a really well-rounded personal statement. Um, so in particular, like part of the process that I usually, um, that like I usually recommend that people kind of do is um, like talk, think about some insights from those experiences, right? So maybe 
someone had a personal experience from, and that's what motivated them to become a social worker. That's really common, right? When you ask people, why did you want to become a social worker? Sometimes they've kind of been through something. Um, other times, you know, they might have an insight from their placement experiences or from their work experience. Um, so that's where I really recommend starting is think about some things that you noticed from your personal and professional experiences. Um, after that, I, you know, um, I recommend people connect those insights to the bigger picture. And that's gonna really show your critical thinking skills that you can take your experience and you know really see like what is the bigger picture here and what is the problem that people are facing. So like, for example, maybe you had a parent with mental health issues and that's, you know, that's part of why you wanted to become a social worker. Um, but then in maybe you had a role on like a like a helpline, like a mental health crisis center or something. And you notice that, you know, there were people experiencing similar things to what your parent experienced. And then you can connect that back to what the research says and what the role of social work can be. And then talk about like what you can do as a social worker to like support that problem. Absolutely. And what you say is somewhat similar for anyone who's a career changer. Um, or pivoting into social work and maybe they come from a you know non-traditional background yeah for sure so a lot of people worry about oh I'm applying to my MSW and I am coming from a completely different background and they think like you know they don't have like relevant experience um but I always say that there are so many transferable skills and sometimes those unique backgrounds can actually be like a huge selling point. Like I've seen people with really interesting and unique backgrounds. And I would think that the reader would say like, wow, I think this person has like, you know, something really unique to offer. So like, for example, sometimes uh, like I once got somebody who had a background uh, as a journalist and at first glance, like journalism and social work, like those don't seem to be very aligned. But that person was reporting on social justice issues, right? They were getting out in the field and talking about like, you know, things that were happening around the world. And they they realized that they didn't want to just be reporting on that stuff. They wanted to be um, the person, you know, seeing those issues and like facilitating change and, you know, working at the macro level to like support, like, you know, uh, yeah, work with people in a different capacity. So I thought that was, you know, that's a really unique experience and really is like founded in their why, like, you know, why do they want to be a social worker so that they can help people in a different capacity? Absolutely. And, you know, that's, that's so very important because transferable skills, absolutely. And again, everything that, you know, you are, you're teaching your clients and everything that everyone is kind of going through that experience when writing their personal statement, those same feelings are going to come up when you're trying to navigate the job market. Cause you're going to be like, do I have enough? Or I only have, you know, social work internship experience. So it's all of those things that of course is, I truly, truly validate that it can make you, you know, increase that feeling of self-doubt. But I'm here to tell you, like, just like you were mentioning, all of those transferable skills are absolutely key. And there's only one of you, right? And another day, I always say confidence sells. And, you know, I'm pretty sure, obviously, you help many, many, you know, clients, you know, with their personal statements. What would you also say are like the do's and don'ts 
um, when it comes to, you know, even navigating or, or trying to craft a unique personal statement? So actually, yeah. Um, another thing is like, um, I've, you know, I'm a big advocate for like, it really doesn't matter how much experience you have. I have seen people with, you know, a ton of experience and really good grades get rejected from the program. But on the other hand, I have seen people with, you know, very little experience, like they might be just coming out of their fourth year of university and honestly not the most amazing grades in the world, but they get accepted to the program. And the reason that, you know, some like they were able to get accepted is because they were able to show the reader that they had the critical thinking skills and ability to contribute to the field and all the things that the admissions committee were looking for through the personal statement. Um, whereas, you know, I've seen some people who on paper have really, you know, like they do have experience and they do have the good grades, but in their personal statement, they really struggled to articulate what that experience means to them and what their goals are as a social worker and why they're applying to their master of social work. So like, I'm a, you know, I'm a firm believer that the personal statement is the most important part of your master of social work application, because it's really going to be the, the tool that shows the reader that you have the skills, no matter what your experience is like. Absolutely. I mean, they will say the core values of a social worker is being able, you know, to really be passionate about this work. It's not, you know, it's always about what can you envision yourself if you had this degree? And I'm always, I can only imagine that even from your clients, it's like, you know, how do they pick the right program to apply to? Do you have any insight on that as well? Um, yeah, I would say in terms of picking a program, um, then, the, you know, the nice thing is that a lot of schools are offering online programs now. So that, you know, gives people a lot more, um, a lot more of an ability to choose a school not based on geographical location, right? Um, and in terms of like, yeah, like there's definitely different programs that you can choose that align with your beliefs and like your goals as a social worker. Um, so that can definitely give you like a competitive edge, right? When you are able to um, like find something that aligns with you. Absolutely. And of course, lastly, because I know you're saying so many gems, but also going back to those do's and don'ts yeah. um, when, you know, drafting and finalizing your personal statements, what will you say as well? Uh, okay. So in terms of do's, I would say, um, all, you know, of course, like your why and the content of what you're saying is really, really important. Um, but also, you know, making sure that your personal statement is really well-written as well. Um, you know, your personal statement is one of the most important documents that, you know, you're probably ever going to write. Um, so do make sure that you are editing your personal statement, that you're having your friends and family look at it for you. Um, you know, use all the resources you can to make sure that it's well-written and easy to read and, and very clear. Um, another do is, um, you know, one thing I recommend always, um, and this is something I think a lot of people overlook, is, um, you know, using proper APA formatting in your personal statement. Um, I often get people who send me, you know, personal statements with absolutely no formatting. And although schools aren't necessarily asking for that, um, you know, it does show the reader that, you know, 
you're an academic writer, right? And it shows the, it's kind of like a subconscious thing that shows them like, oh, this person is writing like almost like an academic paper about themselves, right? And it's like well-researched and they have, um, you know, just the proper formatting and citations and all that stuff. Um, and then of course, um, you know, start early, like give yourself lots of time to really think about what you want to say. Um, and yeah, just make sure that it's, that it's well-written. <laughs> um, in terms of don'ts, um, I would say, um, there's a couple things. So the first is, uh, don't be humble in your personal statement. Um, I think a lot of us struggle to, you know, struggle to really talk positively about ourselves and it can be really awkward and we sometimes might feel like we're like bragging or showing off but the thing is that the reader doesn't have time to draw conclusions about you mm -hmm. they are just quickly going through and skimming your personal statement for the answers and if you aren't confident in saying like yes I think that I would be a good fit for this program like the reader isn't going to draw that conclusion for you. They have a hundred other statements that they have to read in the next two weeks, right? So they're just they're just kind of checking along, um, and kind of in the same, um, like kind of in the same areas that um, make sure that you are concise and organized in your personal statement. Um, so if there's different prompts, I always recommend instead of writing like one big essay, break it up into separate subheadings that align with each of the prompts that way the reader can see that like okay yes this person has answered this question and here's their response um at, for each prompt right because again they are probably on you know skimming through and just trying to you know find the main idea of your personal statement as much as we would love for them to like i know we work so hard on the personal statement and like it is important but ultimately, yeah, they're probably not sitting down for 20 minutes to read through every single detail about what you write. Um, and then another way that you can be concise in the personal statement is to have a really strong introduction and conclusion where you talk about like, you know, a little bit about your experience and your goals as a social worker. Um, I sometimes call this like the thesis statement or the elevator pitch, which I think I've actually seen you kind of say the same thing with like resumes, right? Mm -hmm. um, that can be like a really simple way to show, you know, at the very beginning and at the very end, if you put a statement like that in the personal statement, um, it kind of gives the reader everything that they need to know about you. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Saying so, so many gems and, you know, everything that you're saying absolutely about from a resume standpoint as well is that no one has time to, you know, review everything detail by detail and kind of be like, Hmm, so you have this, you have that, like, again, even as a current recruiter, you know, a previous supervisor, I've seen over millions of resumes, and it has the same concept, like, it's a six second scan, you should be able to, you know, really view like who you are, your areas of expertise, and most importantly, does your experience align with what we're looking for, it's going to be the same with the personal statement. This has been truly, truly amazing. I mean, you've been sharing so many gems. I know it's so, so helpful for my fellow listeners and of course for my aspiring social workers how can people find you connect with you um of course all of the information i'm going to be including in the show notes 
All right. So yeah, you can find me um, on TikTok or Instagram at msw.helper. Um, or you can go to my website at mswhelper.com if you're interested in learning more about kind of the personal statement editing side of things. Absolutely. You heard her loud and clear. And thank you so much for your time. And thank you for sharing these resources. Bye. Thank you for having me. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in on the latest episode of the Social Work Insider. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave me a review on the platform that you're listening from and follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Year Above Mind and LinkedIn at Harleni Vasquez for more motivation on how to content to help you level up within your social work career. Until next time.